The presenting sponsor of Moon Tower Soccer is FVF Law. To find out what makes FVF a different kind of injury law firm, you can visit FVF.law. Soccer, a show that's all about the boys. I'm Stephanie Craniola. And I'm Mike Ellison. And we are so excited and so grateful to Landon and Jeremiah for letting us do this. Yeah, we are off the rails this week. Uh, just the two of us. No Landon. No, dad's not home. So we get to do whatever <laughs> we want. No parents. I'll party. Yeah, we're eating. We're eating Oreos uh, all night long for dinner. <laughs> So we have got a couple of things we want to talk about today. We are going to talk, uh, maybe most importantly, I know it's all about the boys, but... We met some... Uh, we've got a couple of good boys to talk about. Yeah, and those are the honorary match scots from Austin Pets Alive. Uh, I think they're officially called mascots, but... Mascots of the match, but... Uh, <laughs> match scot, like... Come on, Austin, get at us. We got some ideas. <laughs> so we are going to talk about those sweet, sweet pups. We are going to talk about we're we're easing into our pre-match outfits. Yeah, uh, it seems like the club is also easing into them, uh, not giving us all the looks, but uh, serving us a couple that we can definitely talk about. Little teasers. Uh, we are going to talk about some on-pitch personality moments that really stood out to us, whether it was warm-ups on the sidelines or just things that we are seeing uh, between our boys. And the last thing that we're going to do is kind of do a little bit of a social media roundup. Uh, what were the things that stood out to us? Uh, and if y'all have highlights from any of these things, definitely hit us up. Um, Tweet at the Moon Moon Tower boys. Uh, they'll pass that stuff on to us. Also, we're lurking all their stuff anyway, so like we'll definitely see it. <laughs> all right. So we're going to get started with our honorary mascots. And Mike, do you want to talk a little bit about the mascot from our first match uh, versus Cincinnati? Yeah. Uh, so this one... Uh, I was unfortunately unable to find Gavin. Uh, it seemed like he did not have media availability. Uh, maybe maybe Austin and, uh, and APA and ourselves got our wires crossed. Uh, maybe they didn't know we existed. Uh, who's to say, really? <laughs> also, maybe we got there late because it was cold and we're babies. That's right. Uh, still before kickoff, but late anyway. Late, late by our standards. Uh, but Gavin is a very good boy. He comes with his own special cart because uh, he came to APA with some injuries, uh, most likely after being hit by a car, causing his back legs to be paralyzed. But that doesn't stop him from having a good time. Uh, he is so cute he runs around in the backyard uh there's a there's a video of him being adorable and changing angles better than i can and they say that he is currently in foster care very playful and sweet with puppies and big playful dogs uh he's also curious about cats but still learning about them same uh, honestly <laughs> yeah so uh if you have interest in uh meeting Gavin, definitely check out his APA page. Uh, we will include these in the show notes. Uh, but he is a good, good boy who, according to this, has an amazing leash manners and picks up on training so fast. 
So if you have the time in your life to take care of this deserving soul, and the space in your heart for a best friend, ask about Gavin today. Oh, I love Gavin. What do we rate Gavin? Um, I rate Gavin 60 miles an hour out of 10. Oh, I love it. And then this week at our match versus Miami, we were so lucky because we got to meet Kenneth. Ah, Kenneth is a 58-pound terrier pitbull bulldog mix, and he is the sweetest ray of sunshine. He climbed right up on Mike while we were doing our uh, hot interview, which you'll hear in just a moment, and just snuggled the stuffing out of him. And that video is going to be up on the Moon Tower Twitter feed. So if you want to see Kenneth in action, just head over to Moon Tower on Twitter and that little face, if you don't fall in love with him, I don't know. I don't know what you're doing. Yeah, I got to say, uh, for a for a pup of very few words, uh, he was expressive as can be with his sweet kisses and his adorable snuggles. Let's hear from Kenneth now. Kenneth! We are here with Kenneth right outside the Lexus Club. Hi, Kenneth. Oh, thank you, baby. <laughs> Kenneth, who do you think is going to win today? Austin FC or Miami? He paused the interview. I'm sorry. <laughs> He's a man of few words. Uh, Steph, do you have any questions for Kenneth? Yeah. What makes you such a big Austin FC fan? That's a great point, Kenneth. <laughs> great point. Awesome. Uh, folks, Kenneth is very busy out here meeting the public, uh, but we, we really appreciate your time, Kenneth. Thank you so much. Uh, one last uh, Listos Verde for the, for the fans. Oh, what an absolute joy. So thank you, Kenneth, for talking with us. And thank you so much to Susie with Austin Pets Alive for letting us have that little interview with Kenneth. We are looking forward to more throughout the season. And again, if you want to meet Kenneth, all of his details are in the show notes. Yeah, uh, all of these mascots of the match, match mascots, they can be found wandering the stadium before uh, kickoff. And then also you get you get to see them on the big jumbotron there right at the very beginning of the match. Uh, I highly recommend getting to the stadium a little bit early to get some pets, to get some scritches and to meet these good, good boys and girls. All right. Match fits. Let's talk about them. Fits checks. We're still working on our segment titles. Yeah. Uh, If you have a good segment title for this, please uh, hit us up. I got to say, I was really... I was really looking forward to opening day match fits. Yeah, you know, me too. Uh, I thought for sure that the the crew was going to bring them. You know, but then it was pouring uh, and freezing and freezing, and we didn't get anything. I, I mean, I don't blame them because my we can talk about our <laughs> match, our our fit checks. Uh, I had uh, long socks, leggings, jeans, fuzzy socks, boots a tank top uh what do you call it the long sleeve shirt yeah uh long underwear is what i called it yeah that that a base layer that's the word i was looking for sure base layer my jersey a sweatshirt and a jacket so that was my uh oh and hand warmers yeah uh i basically like uh for all of my new england friends and family uh, so embarrassing I, I was like in a shorts and t-shirt, dude. It was so comfortable. Uh, I wasn't even cold a little bit. Um, You're a liar. I'm a total liar. <laughs> this week, though, we did get a little bit. We got three. We got uh, Cascante, Diego, and Danny. And 
Oh, God. Julio, again, uh, just bring in the fire. Every single pregame outfit that this, this man has ever been photographed in is, like, immaculate. This perfectly tailored burgundy suit. It was gorgeous. Oh, it's so good. Danny and Diego were sporting ripped jeans and sweatshirts, which, fair. Yeah. I guess uh, you're allowed. They looked fine i feel like they got a different brief than julio <laughs> got you know what i mean like uh heidi klum was like handing out the like uh, okay this is this is the outfit that y'all are making and like their brief was totally different <laughs> they did not make the cut <laughs> <laughs> i'm looking forward to more i'm really excited i'm looking for i'm looking forward to so much this season i feel like our boys have such a great sense of style and I think that the way that they show that in their pre-match outfits is last season. It was really fun to get to see their personalities come through. But I just I want more. Yeah, I'm so, so pumped. So ready to see uh, all the style that like I'll never have. Um, and <laughs> Not just, with that attitude. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So speaking of their personalities, uh, this season has been a obviously a firecracker so far. I mean, we are we're running with top of the league, baby. <laughs> Thirty four zero and zero. Let's go. Winning the World Cup. <laughs> yep. We are getting. Uh, we are gonna obviously uh, win MLS. Uh, Landon and Jeremiah probably have like reasoned takes. Not here. Yeah, ours are we have reasons. Oh yeah, we have tons of reasons. So let's talk about uh, our first home match, our season opener. Mm. There was a lot that I saw during that match that I had not seen all of last season. And for those of you who this is your first uh, episode of Swoon Tower, I am not. I'm not the tactics guy. I am the wow. I liked when Brad Stuver got spicy and elbowed that guy in the chest kind of guy. So that's what I'm picking up during these matches. I'm starting to get a lot better at plays and tactics, but I'm still not there yet. So this show is more about their attitudes, how they're interacting with each other, um, the relationships that we're seeing formed from off the pitch, translating to their plays on the pitch and stuff like that. Yeah, like general vibes. General vibes. You know, uh, and I think the vibes were so good going into Cincy like it was rainy and cold here and like the boys didn't seem to mind Mm -mm. like right from the start like everybody seemed fired up and ready to go um which helped me uh ignore how frigid I was they just they came out hot they came out intense Mm -hmm. like it looked they looked really together they and looked they, like a team yeah yeah uh they looked like they knew what everybody was supposed to do and like we're doing the things that they expected of each other yeah and they looked like they were having fun oh so much fun so many cheeky little like backheel passes and just technical ways to like kick the ball instead of trying to play too like rigidly i don't know it just looked really free and like they were allowed to express themselves. Yeah, it did. It looked like they had, it looked like their personalities were coming through. It looked like, the, like I said, the relationships were starting to come across in their playing as well. And I think we started to see that a lot against Miami too. Yeah, for sure. Like just little stuff. Like 
Danny? Yeah. Danny's Danny's spicy. Danny is so good. And I can't tell if it's because I've been following him on social media now and I'm like seeing him be kind of silly and uh, he's got ridiculous social media presence, but I'm starting to notice that personality more on the pitch. But he was he had a couple he had more than a couple like full palm back pushes uh (laughs) versus Miami (laughs) yeah uh you could tell that like he has really embraced the like oh I guess I gotta play this role in the system and so I'm gonna do it my way is what it looks like I don't know uh I'm sure we'll hear from everyone in the media about the way that he's playing from a like technical standpoint but like it just looks like he He's going to be really tough to, like, take that starting position from. If, like, if Johan Valencia wants to get in that starting 11, he's going to have to do some work. Yeah, it seems like he's really fighting for it. Um, Speaking of Johan Valencia, though, our seats. Yes. (laughs) We are in, we're in the southwest corner. And we get to see the warm-ups for the uh, subs coming out. And... So much of what happens down there is a lot of what we're going to be talking about on Swoon Tower because we're seeing a lot of their kind of the way that they watch the match, the way that they interact with each other and the way that they interact with opposing teams. So there was a corner kick in the second half and watching Felipe and Johan try to psych out that player was incredible. Not only the Miami player, but also the ref like Johan was trying to get in the ref's head before he got on the pitch. Like he's pointing at the ref the whole time and like yelling about where the ball was being placed for the corner. He's like, no, you got to check it again. You got to look at the, I don't think it's on the line. Come on, ref, check that ball. And like the whole time, the player's getting mad. The ref's getting kind of annoyed, but like he can't do anything about it because he's not even on the pitch yet. Right. Right. And Felipe is, Felipe is doing like jumps back and forth and back and forth. And as soon as, as he backs up for the corner kick, Felipe's, stone still and then as soon as the leg comes back Felipe like jumps out into the on like not onto the line but like right next to the line and just that little it was just so silly and so youthful to me yeah it's like that uh every every ounce that you can pull right uh like I'm not technically on the field right now Mm -hmm. so I can't legally be involved in this play but I can do everything that I can to like disrupt the play from my position, right? The same reason that us in the stands that uh, we're all yelling and booing and trying to oh, trying we're to not distract. All booing. I won't boo. Uh, I I have a this is like my own match mood. Uh, I just <laughs> feel really bad about booing anyone. Um, so usually when people are booing, I'll yell something like, "I'm sure your parents are very proud of you." Uh, just because I feel like. It's still noise. It's still adding to like the crowd chaos that's happening. But like, I feel better about myself. <laughs> well, it's also like such a burn because like, I don't know. Like... Well, I don't mean it as that. I'm, I'm sure that someone is very proud of these <laughs> sweet boys, even if they're, you know, our enemies for the day. Like, I'm sure that they they're really successful in their own. Well, sure. But like, uh <laughs> It it just feels like my mom says I'm cool energy. You know what I mean? <laughs> like I know that's not how you mean it, but sure. I guarantee. No, I hear it now. I hear it now. <laughs> I'm sure your parents are very proud of you. Does in that context, does. Which makes me like anyway. it even more, uh, and I'm officially stealing that. <laughs> no. 
No, I just, I mean it. Um, I just really hate uh, booing. I feel like it is, I know it's part of the environment and it's part of the atmosphere, but it's not in, it's not in my heart. The more you say, I really mean it, the more it sounds like you don't really mean it. Social media standouts for this week. How about... (laughs) Well, hold on. You wanted to talk about... or You put Maxi on the list of like things that you wanted to talk about uh, from Miami. Yeah. So I think this is the same as your reaction to Kippy from Cincinnati. I feel like Arudi was so in this match and so invested in every single moment. He was so excited and so uh, riled up and just like every ounce of his soul was like in this match and just seeing that kind of energy and obviously he played beautifully for reasons that Landon and Jeremiah can talk about at length but he just it just felt like he is one million percent there and present and just like rooting for everyone at the same time as busting his own butt to be the best he can be it was just really cool to watch him stand out on the pitch I think it's really interesting that like Two of our favorite players so far this season are Maxi and Felipe, who are both MLS journeymen. They've been all over the league for a super long time. But like, I don't, I don't know. Maybe this is, maybe I'm fanboying here, but I yeah, do. See, that's the point of this whole show. <laughs> I do feel like they like Austin. Yeah. Like a lot, right? Like the, it feels like something around this club makes them pop more. I don't know. Like, and, and I know that Felipe has been a fan favorite everywhere he's been. Uh, and also a fan enemy uh, for every <laughs> other team that he plays against. Uh, and I think we st- have started to see why already, right? When the dude's it, like interrupting corners uh, yeah. <laughs> when he's not even on the pitch. But like, I just think there's something, there's something special about this like group of guys together. Yeah. What I had for for Kip was a little bit different than that comment about Maxi, but mostly it was around like his celebrations in sure. Cincinnati were just so uh you could tell he was at 11 yeah. uh for the match and like I don't know that he was the you know, like, uh, he probably wasn't the best player on the pitch, but he was definitely fun to watch. And he was definitely so excited and so invested. Right. There's no questioning where his heart is as far as the team's concerned. Right. Yeah. And I think that's something that's really great to see from all of the boys this season yeah. so far. I, yeah. I know we're two games in and it's really easy to be full heart uh, when you're when you're winning 5-0. Yeah. Yeah. When you're banging goals in the whole time. I get it. I really hope that we can see that continue. And I and I truly do think we will. And if we don't, we'll talk about it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's someone else's fault and not ours. I do want to say quickly, I owe you an apology. I owe you an official Swoon Tower apology. Last episode, when we were talking about new signings and you said your most handsome was Maxi, I said, really? And then I looked at his Instagram more. And so I just want to say I'm sorry. I accept that apology, and I think that it's okay to change your mind when new information is presented to you. Normalize that. Now let's go on to social media, (laughs) our social media standouts of the week, or I guess of the the last two weeks. Yeah. So one of the things that I have really liked seeing is 
the way the boys are starting to comment on each other's posts and stuff more, watching on my Twitter timeline on the morning after the match when it's like, oh, vote so-and-so for player of the week and seeing everyone from Austin vote for Cecilio uh, after the Cincy match and then Driussi after Miami has been so cool. Yeah. Yeah. And like part of it is that we didn't really get a chance to vote for our guys as uh, (laughs) players of the match very often last year. But like, I don't know that we would have seen that same level of interaction. Yeah, I agree. I think that it's clear they're hanging out outside of practice and that's coming across like their love for each other is coming across in the way that they're sharing stories and retweeting each other and voting for each other for MLS player of the match. Like there's so much camaraderie and so much team building that's happening off the pitch that getting to see that happen in in real time is very very cool to me yeah i think one of the things that jumped out to me the most about something like that was the the barbecue like the family barbecue that maxi threw apparently with like all of the players and their families and stuff. So cool. And even just after the Miami match, uh, it looked like Arudi, Felipe, and Riusi were just hanging out cooking steaks. Yeah, grilling steaks in the backyard. They looked so good. So many, so many calories. Uh, But like also (laughs) they they earned them. Right. (laughs) Okay, so here's one of the things that Mike and I talked about recently that I'm interested to hear y'all's opinion on because we had very different we had very different Mm. ideas of this so mike was talking about one of the new england revs going into dunkin donuts for the first time ever and well it was it was sebastian legit who is like a national one of the revs (laughs) he's a u.s men's national team player so like he's a guy yes and he was saying that he would be surprised if any one of our boys could go into a coffee shop and not get recognized by several people. And to me... Or at least by someone. Yeah. And I feel like maybe Mike's bubble of (laughs) (laughs) the way that, you know, the way that we recognize players and the way that so many of us do, that that is a skewed perspective and that they're not really visual celebrities in the way that they would get stopped at, at coffee shops frequently. And... I was interested to see that when Cecilia went to the pitch, <laughs> yeah, with a bunch of with a bunch of Austin FC supporters, wasn't super recognized. Yeah, it was like uh, there was a photo in a Los Verdes Slack channel where the highlight was that the Miami supporters group and Los Verdes had gotten together to hang out, uh, and it was super cool and fun. And then someone randomly said, "Wait a minute." Is that Foxy in the background? Foxy is Cecilio's dog. So, like, it wasn't even Cecilio that got called <laughs> out first. It was his dog. Yeah. And so that made me re- really, like, re- reassess my opinion of, like, oh, I guess I guess these guys still have a certain level of anonymity. Right. And I think that, obviously, people listening to this podcast are probably going to be in the camp of, yes, I would absolutely recognize that butt anywhere. But... <laughs> Just in general, I think that the impact, though it's so big week to week when we see it at the stadium, the impact of these guys in and around Austin is still likely very small. Yeah, I still think folks who like are on TV commercials uh, probably get 
a higher higher visibility when they're yeah. out you know like i think i bet diego would get noticed because of his hair uh and like the number of times i've seen him kick a soccer ball through a truck window yeah uh your homework is to find a non austin fc fan Show him a picture of Diego and say, do you know who this is? Do you know this man? <laughs> do you know this man? Uh, <laughs> have you seen this man? He's not missing or anything. Uh... <laughs> Just have you seen him? Okay. You have one more very important uh, social media and you're not going to be surprised that it involves Danny Pereira. <laughs> it's true. His brother is an incredible follow. Uh, if you haven't seen his brother's posts they are amazing uh he is very funny he likes to troll a little bit uh like there was a photo after the miami match where it was him and danny hanging out uh at q2 and danny's brother is like peering into danny's pocket and then there's like a second photo and in it they've photoshopped Gonzalo Higuain, Miami striker, into his pocket because Danny like just bossed the midfield so hard. And like he's just constantly making fun of Danny. He's constantly having a good time at his expense. And also like he seems like he's living a fan life. Yeah. Taking pictures with Claudio Reyna and like, oh my God, I hung out with, you know, so and so from the team or whatever. Like it just seems like he's really making the most of this opportunity. <laughs> of his brother being on, on yeah. MLS team. And like he's he's clearly so proud of his brother, but also it's still his brother. And so he's still kind of, you know, got to take the mick a little with him. Like, it's just so good. It's so fun. It is, I, it is very fun. I know I would do that. Like if my nephew, for example, like got good at anything, like I would constantly be around like teasing both him and everyone else like involved in the thing that he was into like yeah yeah i i would not um <laughs> but i feel like sisters maybe are different than brothers i don't know also you just said that your idea of like making noise at the stadium <laughs> feels is, mean is telling people that their parents are proud of them so it doesn't surprise me that you wouldn't troll your sisters. Yeah. Y'all, thank you so much for joining us here. Let us know what you want to hear more of. Let us know what you love about these boys, because at its heart, Swoon Tower is a show. About the boys. Thank you so much to Landon and Jeremiah. Thank you, everyone, for listening. And we will see y'all after the next home match. Muchas gracias. Bye, bye.